everybody. Welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J, the 12th day of March 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hi. Getting ready for the day and the weekend as we set the table. We got ourselves a life lesson courtesy of Big J. We got some CDs that we're going to give away over the course of the show today digitally, of course. It's the first day all week. We don't have an interview lined up, Big J. Sad. And so like we failed. <laughs> well, uh, we have stuff on the agenda for next week, so we're keeping it busy, I suppose, in some way, shape, Keep or form. Real. And of course, we also have some additional fun and excitement all wrapped up for you on a Friday. Any plans for the weekend, my friend? Um, no, just cleaning the house. We got some guests coming in next week, so we're gonna hang out for a couple days. Nice got a guest room now, so people can do that. Uh, the right. wife got vaccinated, her second shot yesterday. How's she feeling? Uh, I don't know. You know, last night she was okay, so we'll see. They usually say it's the next day that you might feel some effects, so we'll keep an eye on that. But um, that's exciting. Yeah. The the only person that I felt uh, had, you know, might be completely immune to it is now vaccinated in your house. You know, there are there have been a couple people that are, they've actually found that are completely immune to it for whatever reason. Uh, uh, they have found that. Um, but, yeah, no, she, I mean... Or she she had it early on, and you know, is asymptomatic because she was surrounded by it for months. With, with me and then the kid, and just yeah, it was incredible that that she managed to slip through, and she had many many tests uh, that she was required to take, and managed to be okay. But um, the rest of us wait for our vaccination. But other than that, no plans this weekend. Beautiful, just like you like. Uh, So we should get started with some music. It starts with some Green Day. The song is called Welcome to Paradise. Here you go. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7. At advocateslaw.com, you deserve an advocate. Gas prices in Idaho are continuing to go way, way up. And for the first time in a long time, we are over the national average. Kind of where we're usually at this day and age is where we're uh, above the national average by a couple of cents. And that's where we are. Uh, The national average is at 283 a gallon. Officially for the state, we're at about 284 a gallon. So just above it. But... In the Boise area, we're at 2.95 a gallon, which is about 12 cents higher than the national average, and close to three bucks a gallon. Uh, over the past 10 days, gas prices has jumped about 25 cents. Uh, the national average has increased by 10 cents during the same period. Marks the first time since December 22nd of last year that Idaho gas prices have been higher than the national average. Of course, gas prices across the country have been steadily climbing due to a lot of reasons. One is crude oil prices are going up. The other is just plain supply and demand, my friend. Well, lots uh, of more people on the road. Yeah, lots more people on the road. Uh, OPEC during the pandemic had pretty much shut down most of their production. So it takes a while to get that stuff back up online. It's not just like a blink of an eye. Then you have adding to that that huge winter freeze that went through the middle of America. By the way, that was a good portion of the oil producing states. So, yeah, it's going to be kind of crunchy for a while. Yep, that's where the crude oil prices come in. And so uh, we're all dealing with it. And uh, AAA says expect things to go up still. 
Uh, they say they don't even see really an impact in people driving until the gas hits about 350. And then we start to go, eh, do I need to be driving so much? And then we start talking about how we need to get vehicles that save gas. And then you are happy that you have a Prius, all that kind of stuff. Like, has I'm ahead it, of the game. Has it dramatically, it had to have dramatically changed the way that you fill up your tank, Dramatically, right? yes. Dramatically, dramatically. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It has. How often do you do it now? Uh, probably, it depends on, you know, like uh, this week in particular, I, I did a bunch of extra driving around, but uh, probably we're, we used to be once a week, solid once a week, I'd have to fill up, and now it's maybe once every week, uh, almost two weeks. All right, there you go. I mean, 50 miles to the gallon. Think about it. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Major League Baseball said yesterday that it will be experimenting with some rule changers in the minor leagues this season. They will include an automated strike zone, restrictions on defensive positioning, larger bases, restrictions in pitchers' ability to hold base runners, and on-field timers. The league said the goal is to increase action on the base paths, create more balls in play, and improve the pace and length of games, and also reduce player injuries. And so they're doing things like 15-second pitch clocks. Uh, they're widening the bases so that they can be closer. They're they're allowing or uh, they're limiting how many pickoff attempts you can get per at bat. Uh, pitchers now have two. Uh, and if they don't get them on the third try, it's like do or die. Basically, either they're out or it's a bulk, and they automatically get the base. So uh, there's a lot of changes going on. It depends on what level. I don't know. Because the Boise Hawks aren't affiliated with a franchise anymore, I don't know if they are going to be taking part in any of this stuff. Because they're in an independent league now, which means that there is no affiliation with Major League Baseball. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't think they're going to be messing around with this stuff. Uh, they could be, I suppose, if they find something that works or they want to try something. But I don't think you'll be seeing it in Hawks games. But I could be wrong. Big J Avenged Sevenfold have shared some recent footage of them in the studio from their Instagram Live. They've been working on their follow-up to The Stage, which came out in 2016. Uh, but, of course, they were slowed down because of COVID stuff. Last month, the band said they have completed about 70% of the album. Uh, they don't plan on releasing it before they can return to touring, so it may be a while before we hear anything from them. But just know, we've got new Avenged Sevenfold on the horizon. Lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm here to tell you, folks, that uh, as a 44-year-old man, it's okay to still dream, to still have dreams and, and, and desires and things that you wish you could do, but no, you probably will never get the chance to do. And uh, this is a perfect example of that, Nick, uh, as a, uh, a story had broke out uh, earlier this week about a man uh, upset because of the coronavirus pandemic uh, closing down uh, the, the last uh, video rental business in his town and decided to take it upon himself uh, just to feel the nostalgia of building out his basement into a, a video rental store. And and I gotta say, and I'm gonna believe that this guy had probably been thinking about doing this and, and maybe even doing this way before the pandemic started. Just when you see the pictures of it and even the video walkthrough, which I'm gonna post in the morning after Facebook page, uh, is astounding. It's amazing. And I only wish that I I could envision something like this and then be able to complete it and finish it. I, I'm not capable. I, there's a lot of things that I just, I'm not capable of doing. I hate to admit that, but listen, I, we're starting to do it every week 
here with a segment called Man Up Monday. And uh, obviously, this takes vision and it takes knowledge <clears throat> and it takes uh, uh, some craftsmanship to be able to do something like this. And I just don't have that. Sometimes you got to admit you just don't have it. And it takes a crap load of videos as well. Yeah, I mean, you can buy, <laughs> listen, I can buy those. Uh, I, well, I got, you can buy all of I this stuff collect, if you want yeah, to. But, but putting it together and and designing this whole thing, I mean, this guy should be, uh, like, have his own HGTV show if you ask me. Yeah, I believe that, that the, with the amount of detail that went into this, it was probably in the, the hopper for a while. This doesn't seem like it's like I got. I've got a year or so of pandemic yeah, time to do this, but it's pretty elaborate. <clears throat> it's a gentleman who sat down and started writing diagrams on a piece of paper. Right. Uh, I've started. <laughs> I've started to do that, and ten minutes later, uh, ripped it out of the notebook and thrown it away, and go, I can't draw. <laughs> Uh, so I know that I am incapable of doing it, and I've always hoped and thought that I can learn to do it. And it's just, you know, some things your heart wants what your heart wants, and it knows what it doesn't want. Uh, and, and, and so if I really wanted that, I guess I would find a way to make it happen. But I don't know. Either way, I, I wish that I could do things like this. And it was, as a kid, I always thought, I, I wish I could draw. And I just never could. I did. I honestly, I tried and tried, and I just never could draw. And, and do, you know, our buddy Randy, he's an amazing artist. Mm -hmm. I, I wish he would share that part of himself with everybody more often because he's incredible. Um, I, I've just never been able to do those sort of things, and you know, that's the way it is. But it's not, you know, it's not like I can't see something like that and just be in awe of what another person can do and hope that one day I wish I could do that. I mean, uh, I've had plenty of plans and, and I can come up with great ideas, but uh, being able to put them uh, down and, and doing them is something altogether. And I got major respect for this fella. Well, and, and the wife seems okay with it as well, which uh, obviously would be the huge deal breaker. But uh, it, it basically, he created his own video gotta, store down in his yeah, basement. Yeah, he's got to have a hell of a basement, man. Porn section and everything. Uh, just like the old school video stores once yeah, had. just like video memories. But uh, I ask you, Big J, you say, I don't think you would want a video store in your basement if you had your druthers. If you had the ability to build something in your house, have that dream come true, what would it be inside of your house that you would want to recreate? Um, I, I mean, this is looking pretty good. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he, the reason why he wants it makes sense to me because, you know, he used the, to have the, one and he used to work there and he, it brings back memories. Like I used to work at a video store. That makes sense to me. I always wanted to work at a video store. <laughs> but I'm like, these people don't get paid very much. I'm going to work in radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, working at a video store should never be anybody's dream job. Uh, that is that is certainly a gateway job to hopefully bigger and better things. Uh, but it was always, uh, I mean, to me, uh, like I said, the last real job I had before I got into radio was I worked in the video store world for a really long time and uh, worked at a place uh, in Phoenix called Fry's where I managed the video section of a grocery store. And then before that, I was working at Planet Video in Wisconsin for yeah. a very long time. Home for of two for one Tuesdays, where the prices are out of this world, Big J, Planet Video. And so that's where I kind of cut my teeth in the work environment, and it got me into my love of movies. Uh, but I can't imagine you having a video store in your, in your basement. Well, you go to hell. Oh, I'm just saying. You never mentioned it. You never talked about it nostalgically. And so it seems... Yeah, because I didn't know it was possible. I would see... To me, it would be like, I can see you going, you know what I really want in my basement? A Taco John's. Let's make that happen. 
Oh man, now you're just teasing the hell out of well, me. Well, you're talking about dreams. That's your whole life lesson. Yeah, you're right. I think you'd rather have a Taco John's in a video store for being honest with each other. Yeah, you're right. Now I just wish I had a damn basement. Well, you'd also need the money to franchise it before you would have a basement. <laughs> you could put it in your garage if you wanted to. Uh, Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson. Coming up in a few minutes, your important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. If you share your Netflix password with friends, which is really common, by the way, uh, it's going to get harder to keep doing that because Netflix is testing a new feature that would mean cracking down on this practice, which is now pretty much largely let it go on unfiltered. But GammaWire noticed the feature in which some Netflix users try to use somebody else's password. They're being stopped with a screen that says, quote, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account to keep watching. In order to continue watching, the viewer is given the option of either verifying their identity with a texted or emailed code to the account's owner, or choosing verified later, which gives them an unspecified amount of time to continue watching and then later confirm they are a valid account user. So it sounds like it's pretty easy to jump over this hurdle, as long as you're still in contact with the person of which whose account you have access to. Yeah. You just go, hey man, Netflix just texted you something. What did it say? F you? What, what does that mean? And so you have an opportunity to maybe just maybe kick off that person that has been leeching off of your Netflix or continue uh, the process of it. If you really want to kick that person off that's leeching off, you change the password. Yeah, it's that easy. (laughs) But it could be a great way to avoid that conversation. (laughs) And go, I don't know, man. Netflix is cracking down. Sorry, dude. No, be like, you know what? I don't want you watching it no more. I didn't get no uh, text from Netflix. Either way, that could be You never once said, hey, by the way, thanks, man, for letting me use your Netflix all the time. What the heck? So uh, we'll see how that works and if it actually does cause people to get their own account. You think they're afraid just to go completely all in and say you can't share these? 100%. Because people would be like, you know what? Screw you. I think I think there would be. Listen, if all of the streaming networks got together and and like decided this is how we we this is the hill we die on. We we stop people from sharing passwords. I think it would uh, dramatically change the streaming landscape and not in a good way. Because I think that you know everybody shares a lot of something. We all share something with somebody. I would think. At least in my experience, all of my friends, you know, even if I'm not on it, they're they're sharing it with something else or, you know, somebody's got my Disney Plus, I take their Hulu. It gives us an opportunity to share costs and still have access to all that content. And I think at the end of the day, the streaming providers feel like it's kind of a win because they're all getting fat and rich. Right. And and really, there's so many out there that the second somebody becomes the first to crack down on this, I feel like it's a huge step backwards. Yeah. Everybody else is allowed. It's all a giant wink to each other. Like, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get it. Uh, as long as, and listen, as long as they hit the numbers that they go for, you know, like Disney Plus just reached 100 million subscribers, uh, you know, there's password sharing going on there too. And so it's just one of those things where I think as long as they hit those, those landmarks that they want to hit, they're happy. Investors are happy. Disney's happy. 
Netflix is happy. They're just looking to make more money, of course. And if that, you know, if this little goofy pop-up screen scares enough people straight that it gets them, you know, 50,000, 100,000 new subscribers with their own account, then that's a victory for them, too. But I think if anybody goes hard and fast and cuts people off for it, that's that's not a good move for their business. It's just inevitable. Duke's men basketball team will not be part of March Madness. They had to pull out of the Atlantic Coast Conference tournament yesterday because the team had a positive COVID-19 test and the quarantining and contact tracing that they still have to do because of it means they won't have enough players to play. The ACC announced that Duke's quarterfinal game against Florida State scheduled for last night had been canceled. Kevin White basically said the season is over. He's the athletic director at Duke. Uh, that ends their streak of 24 consecutive NCAA appearances. Wait, they could still get. They, they could still put them in the tournament. Well, they were they, considered to be on the bubble right, anyway. Right, they, no, they, but I'm saying don't put it past the tournament people to be like, we can't have this without Duke. There, I, I mean, I can't with Duke's record this season and the way they've been playing. I, I, I if I'm a college basketball purist, I would riot. Oh yeah, of course. Duke got into the tournament this year but you're right uh it is about brands more than it is about basketball and so brands we shall see ratings but I mean, they need that but basically the team is saying we're not going to be able to feel the team in the next week which would put them out in the first round anyway they wouldn't be able to play so uh they're ending their season voluntarily so either way they are they are done they won't be able to put enough men on the court and north carolina a&t had to do the exact same thing yesterday another positive test in their particular thing uh, so we will see if any more teams have to deal with this as championship week uh, starts to kind of rattle off here and then we get into the tournament as well. Who knows? Big J, uh, it's not a surprise, but Seth Rogen's weed company is a pretty big hit. The actor launched the website for Houseplant on Thursday and it got so much traffic, it crashed the damn website. According to TMZ, the site went down around 10 o'clock in the morning with Seth joking he's trying to learn how to write code to get it back up and running again. Uh, and he said that the insane traffic was too much for the servers. The good news, of course, is if you live in Los Angeles, they have, we talked about these, these third-party cannabis delivery services that just deliver pot to people so they don't have to get out. You can still grab it that way uh, if you have a particular you know dispensary in your location that actually provides that service and has the cannabis that Seth puts together. To deal with the traffic, uh, Seth created a virtual waiting room. And as of Thursday night, there was still a one-hour wait to get it. So the uh, the Seth Rogen weed is a big hit, Big J. And I guess I wouldn't be surprised it by that. It took him so long. Didn't we talk about that the we other did. day? Did you see, like, are you watching, do you follow him on Twitter and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Do you see, <clears throat> did you see, like, all the other goofy stuff he has to go along with this stuff? Right, yeah. Like the, the vinyl records, the music that's supposed to accompany the weed that you're smoking, and this gigantic, huge lighter that he has as well. Because he kept losing I, lighters, so he made, I like, an art tin, piece. the tin as well, like, his instructions on how to open it. Hilarious. Yeah. So uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with the uh, Seth Rogen world. So Houseplant right. is Not the name here in of, Idaho. Not here in Idaho, of course. No, never. On 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, we are headed to Michigan for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh, man. Detroit, to be specific. We yeah. have cited numerous examples on this show over the years of how, uh, listen, there's lots of fractures in our in our society, uh, our government, our healthcare system. Lots of things are uh, broken uh, and need probably a page one rewrite. You can add to that list, Big J, our, our justice system sometimes, as it's a story here that can be described as nothing more than just a full-on nightmare scenario. Oh, and God. it gives you an idea of how messed up our system is sometimes 
and how if you don't have some of the things you need to help you get from point A to point B, you are basically screwed. You're screwed. Uh, and it's a story of uh, Herbert Alford. Herbert Alford is 51 years old. I'll take you back to 2015. Uh, back in 2015, Herbert's friend, Michael Adam, 23-year-old kid, uh, was shot and killed. And oh, police didn't know why. Uh, all police had was the last text message uh, that Michael Adams received. And it was from Herbert Alford. And Herbert told him, see you in about 45 minutes. That was the last text message he received, right? Right. And uh, and so they found the body, and uh, that is what they used to connect Herbert Alford to the murder of his friend Michael Adams. Herbert's defense was, listen, I'm... <laughs> Number one, he's my friend. Number two, I have no, I had no motive to kill this guy. Number three, uh, I said I was going to meet him in, in 45 minutes, and you put his time of death right around the time, about five minutes after my text message. And uh, number four, I was renting a car at the time. I was, full, I was in Lansing, Michigan, a bunch of miles away, renting a vehicle for the weekend. I wasn't even close to this situation when it happened. But despite that, and despite not having a murder weapon, despite not having any physical connection or physical evidence to it, Big J, a jury of his peers, convicted Herbert Alford of the murder of his friend, Michael Adams. Uh, and for the longest time in this whole court case, the uh, lawyer kept going, hey, listen, you know, I, we know our client was in this Hertz rent-a-car place at the time of the murder. If you could just get that receipt to us, that would be fantastic. And Hertz is like, listen, we looked and we can't find the receipt. We don't know what you're talking about. And so that was one of the biggest reasons he was convicted, despite not having any real physical evidence. The fact that he couldn't prove that he was someplace else, which seems like a really weird thing to hang a murder conviction on. Yeah. The fact that you just couldn't prove that you weren't at that particular place at that particular time is all it takes to convict a guy that has zero priors, any of that stuff. Either way, he was convicted. Uh, turns out, Big J... He spent about four years in jail for a murder, and then his lawyer got a phone call from Hertz Rent-A-Car. This is back in 2018. Uh, Hertz Rent-A-Car said, hey, sorry about the four years you spent in jail, but guess what we found the other day? Oh, we found the receipt that said that your guy was in fact here. Oh, yeah, here we found it. And he can prove that he was heir. And oh, by the way, we also found the security footage. Weird. It took four years to find the security footage? We found it all. It proves that he was at this location at the time of the murder. Don't worry about it. And so uh, there's that. There's a problem there that Hertz Rent-A-Car took, you know, four years to find this stuff. But here's the worst part. He finally got out of jail a month ago, Big J. It still took two years, despite finding evidence that proved that he was, in fact, someplace I mean- else... At the time of murder, it still took him two years to get out of jail. But despite unequivocal evidence that he had asked for and didn't receive and then finally got that proved that he was someplace else entirely when all this happened, uh, it still took two years to get out. So now, uh, Big J, obviously, he uh, Herbert is a little bit upset. And he is suing Hertz Rent-A-Car, most importantly. Hertz has said that the reason why uh, this whole thing went down is uh, at the time in 2015 when they were asking for information from a trial, they were apparently were going through bankruptcy stuff. And so their priorities weren't in line. 
and they just basically said that they did the request even though they didn't. And so that was the problem. It really took four years after that for them to actually do some digging. And the lawyer, by the way, not to give up, which I guess is credit to him. But uh, it still took two years after all that stuff came out for him to be released from prison. So uh, Herbert's going back to the courts. He is suing, of course, the uh, state of Michigan for wrongful imprisonment, which he probably will win. And he is also suing Hertz Rent-A-Car for the fact that they took forever to find this information, which should have been readily available to his lawyers whenever they asked for it. It's a really scary story, it's man. It's awful. And, you know, Herbert is one of those guys that, that you know, really uh, obviously didn't have a whole lot of money getting into this situation. And so he didn't have the, you know, appeals courts. And this lawyer that did this is one of those guys that, that fights for people to get out of prison uh, that are wrongfully convicted. They take these pro bono cases kind of a thing. And had this guy not found him, probably would still be in prison for a crime that he didn't commit. And it's crazy that this kind of stuff can happen. Even crazier that you could find what you're looking for and it still takes you two years to get out of jail. I mean, that would be the kind of thing that uh, this is how supervillains are created is what I'm saying. Yeah, and, uh, and justifiably so. <laughs> because, you know, who else should also feel shame and just embarrassment and, and, and should somehow pay some sort of price are the prosecutors and the law enforcement who didn't do their job. They didn't really do their job. Right. I mean, it's also a testament to the jury system as well, that the fact that completely circumstantial evidence can lead to a murder conviction is incredible. So this this way, you know, if you're ever um, accused of a crime, just run. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's no, good run. That's probably save your advice. life. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rocks. Michael bought a Ford Edge. Kyle bought a Toyota Highlander. Jesse bought a Ram. It's record release day for that gentleman, Big J. Yeah, man. New Rob Zombie album is available for you today. That is King Freak here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And a reminder from us that any relationship that is built on lies isn't going to last very long. You understand, Big J? So I've been told, yes. And a woman is very upset and took to the internet and her story has gone viral. And uh, she's blaming the wrong person, I feel like. Uh, but uh, she just broke up with her long-term boyfriend uh, because the boyfriend believes that she was having an affair. So the boyfriend broke it off, right? Yeah, good uh, for him. Instead, she says, no, no, it couldn't be more wrong. She's not having an affair. She says that she was sneaking out of the house because she needed to go to McDonald's to get McNuggets because her boyfriend's vegan diet that he wanted them both to be on didn't allow it for it. So she says that she would sneak out to McDonald's for months, and until recently, her boyfriend got suspicious and confronted her. He accused her of cheating because she was constantly leaving the house late at night, refusing to let him come with her as well. And she's like, no, 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 I'm just going to run out real quick. I'll be right back. It's weird. So the couple broke up. Now, obviously, she says that after he broke up with her, uh, she came clean about the whole thing and said, no, 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 I'm not cheating on you. Well, technically, I'm cheating, just cheating on the diet. I was going to McDonald's, but he doesn't believe her. And she explained, he thinks I'm lying about going to McDonald's, and she he thinks that I'm just covering up sleeping with another dude. And so there's that, and I say, she's upset because she, he doesn't believe her, but I say, but you've been lying the whole time. So it makes it very difficult for somebody to go, oh, I need to believe this lie over this other lie. Does that make sense? Yeah, because, I mean, you, you can get your McNuggets during the day. 
Okay. If, uh, listen, well, I not know. during if you're if you're in the pandemic and you're both quarantined together, that does make it difficult. To be oh, fair. okay. You, you know what? You're right. You're right about that. But <laughs> clearly, you know, what are the first couple explanations? Uh, I'll, I'll see you later. I'm I'm out <laughs> I for a few minutes. I don't know. I don't know how it started. Hey, I don't know how hey, long it's been going on. Hey, that's some Szechuan sauce on your face. Uh, but it does seem a bit weird, and you can understand why. Uh, if either way, it's a lie. Now, obviously, one lie is bigger than the other lie. Sure. But either way, it, all of this can be avoided if people just stop lying. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I, I guess I understand. You don't want to hurt their other person's feelings, but this is what happens when small things become big things. I mean, it'd be really, really easy if you just went, "Hey, dude. I mean, all due respect, I just don't want to go on a vegan diet." That's not something that yeah. I want to do right now and am prepared for. And so, listen, I'll support you and be along for the ride, but I got to grab myself some McNuggets from time to time. And hopefully they're okay with that. And if they're not, that's a whole other situation altogether. But it's a lot better than making him think that there's an affair going on. Right. Because you have to get your McNuggets. But then again, Big J, McNuggets are good. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, we get it. <laughs> But maybe it's just the way you went about it is wrong. <laughs> right. Just better. And don't get upset at McDonald's for making their McNuggets so good. Or your boyfriend probably for not believing you, considering uh, there's been a lot of lies yeah, going on. you got on. receipts? Well, it's a whole other situation. I, I refer you to our We're Going to Hell story. Morning After with well, Nick and you got a bank Big account, J. too. See, McDonald's. There's that. That could very well be. Uh, you could prove it to him if you want. But he probably won't. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, scammers in the United States will scam you on anything. And even the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, they are trying to take advantage as we speak. Intense demand for the vaccinations conf- combined with pretty uh, big confusion about how to sign up for one on a state-per-state basis has created an opportunity for a con artist to scam trusting people out of money and personal information. Colleen Tressler is with the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, and they say that uh, they know that scammers are making headlines. They're just going to take advantage of whatever is timely, and that's why you need to kind of keep your head on a swivel. Time uh, signs of potential scams include being asked to pay to get the vaccine, charging a fee to gain early access to the vaccine, or to add a particular person's name to a vaccine waiting list. None of this stuff is actually happening. Uh, if this is happening to you, you are getting ripped off by somebody. Uh, it's often done by marketers to sell or ship doses of vaccine for payment, as well as something that's been going through, and claims of an FDA approval for a vaccine or treatment of which you've never heard of is another one they add that if people get a call from somebody claiming to be with medicare or if the person asks for your social security number your medicare number or your bank account information those are huge red flags and you should probably hang up anyone who suspects they've been a victim of a covid 19 fraud needs to contact the ftc at ftc.gov and they will figure this stuff out because listen as long as there is people there's people looking for an angle you know what i mean yeah and so there's lots of different ways they can take advantage of you just try not to fall for a trap don't pay to sign up for anything don't give out any personal information if they call you kind of a thing unless you know who it is and you can confirm it just be careful everybody don't need to be ripped off right about now
Speaking of getting ripped off, Big J, the Houston Texans have signed Mark Ingram to a one-year deal worth about $3 million. ESPN reported yesterday Ingram, of course, was released by the Ravens in January after two years with the team. The 31-year-old, of course, won the Heisman Trophy with Alabama. He had previously been with the Saints for eight seasons and then two with the Ravens, although missed uh, five of the last six games for Baltimore as they leaned heavily on the younger running backs in their system. And now uh, you've got David Johnson and Mark Ingram over there in Texas. Do you think he'll make a difference, Big J? No. Will he still end up on Big J's fantasy team somehow? No. Some way? <laughs> All right. You've learned your lesson? <laughs> the Mark Ingram sweepstakes? Got it. Deftones are going to celebrate their 20th anniversary of the album White Pony by releasing a limited edition tequila. Apparently, uh, Anaho tequila has a caramel, vanilla, hazelnut, and chocolate noted tequila with a buttery taste. Mm, buttery. ends with a smoky, mature flavor. Of all the flavors I mentioned, it was the butter that made you say, mm? mm-hmm. not the caramel, the vanilla, the chocolate, or the hazelnut. Mm, butter. Uh, the band's uh, brand is meant to be uh, fun and have a good time with it. They've released uh, Black Stallion, which is a comp- companion album to White Pony in December. Uh, White Pony is available as a two-CD digital download for the 20th anniversary, a limited edition box set containing two double LPs and two CDs, and a vinyl box set with two double LPs as well. And then you can find tequila wherever it is sold near you. If not, you can jump on the Deftones website. They can direct you to retailers, which will ship it out to you if it's not available where you are. I feel like we're making a mistake. How's that? Well, we should have our own beer or tequila. Everybody else is the morning after tequila. You remember when we were we tried really hard to get a morning after ale? Yeah. And it didn't work out? Do you I, remember why it didn't work out? I'll have to refresh your memory, I bet. Well, is this one we were doing for a big promotion? Uh, it was a, a legal bottling thing? or it was? Well, we weren't doing it for promotion, but we had talked to a local brewery about putting together something. And then, quite frankly, you backed out at the last minute because you weren't drinking beer at the time and you didn't want to have a beer associated with Big J because you were allergic. That's no, when you were no, 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 really no, leaning hard no, into that. No. That's true. That's what happened. That is not true at all. It is that what is happened. That is not. There's no. We talked no. about having a Nick one and no. a Big J one and you're like, can I do something else besides beer because I can't really drink beer? That's no. what you said. No. What do you mean no? No, I would say, yeah, I'm allergic to beer, but that wasn't me backing out of doing any deal to create a morning after well, I beer. Well, I will say this. the de- It wasn't hingent on that particular thing, but that's what stopped but us from moving sh- forward. Sh- sure. Because we were also going to have an X-Fest deal. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. And That's and, the one I remember. But that was another uh, problem altogether, which uh, at the time, the people that owned this radio station didn't want us to be associated with beverages of that particular kind do you remember that yeah okay. yeah that's yeah. that's a bunch of lamos that's where it ended right there I, I think though that now is the perfect time for the morning after mezcal let's do it what do you know about tequila nothing i don't i don't know anything about it either so that seems like it would be a bad idea for us to get into that business. how about i just put like water in a bottle and create a label for it sure uh go to town drop the specs Morning after with Nick and Morning tap water. <laughs> Jay, there's your important stuff. Here's traffic. Here we go inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise. What's up out there, CB? It's slow on eastbound I-84 from the Eustick Road overpass in Caldwell to Franklin Boulevard. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got some new music here for you. Chevelle released an album last week called Neurotis. It's very good. We'll hook you up with that if you can beat me in pop culture Smackdown. 
Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you think you got what it takes to grab yourself some pop culture trivia knowledge, then now would be the time to get on the phone. You can grab yourself a download. Big J will send this to you via email. You don't even have to get up off your duff in order to claim this particular prize. You can download it to whatever you want to. It's actually a pretty cool thing. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? What's your name? Travis. All right, Travis, you're up first. Hard-boiled yolks are made into spicy paste and stuffed into hard-boiled egg whites in what sinful dish? Hard, or deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. Right. Is correct. Sinful. You're taking on Big J. Big J, Reed Hastings once said that paying Blockbuster a $40 late fee for Apollo 13 inspired him to start what company? Netflix? Right. That is correct. Reed Hastings is the inventor of Netflix. Travis, back to you. When it was first found, a supposedly hairy-chested crab near Antarctica was nicknamed the Hoff after what actor? You can do this. That is... uh, I know this. It's... uh, The Hoff. The Hoff. Right. Did it, man. I knew it. I believed in you. Big J, since 1969, a silhouette of what Hall of Fame player has served as a logo for the NBA? I see a silhouette of a man named Jerry West. Right. That is correct. Back to you, Travis. What fast food chain sells a burger called the Baconator? That is Wendy's. Right. Correct. Big J, we're headed into March Madness. What traditional birthday celebration shares its name with the NCAA basketball regional semifinals? Uh, St. Patrick's Day? Huh? Wrong. No. What does that have to do with March Madness? Well, it's in the same month. No, no. Uh, What traditional birthday celebration shares its name with the NCAA Basketball Regional Semifinals? When we get to the semifinals of the tournament, what do we call it? Yay, fun time. Oh, you're never going to get there then. Wrong. The answer is a Sweet 16. Right. Sweet oh, 16 is see, a traditional okay. birthday celebration and yeah, it was what a we call terribly worded question. the regional semifinals of Very the confusing. NCAA basketball tournament. Congratulations, man. That new Chevelle album is yours. You hold on tight. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go there. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your headlines. That is next on the x Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. Check it out for yourself there. Headlines are as follows. Sounds like a terrible place to work. Not going to work. And good work if you can find it. I'll start at the top. Uh, not a bad place to work. Um, that is not the headline. Sounds like a terrible place to work? It sounds like a terrible place to work. This is an interesting move. A tweet has gone viral that somebody shared to show how somebody handled it when somebody stole their lunch at work. Apparently, she keeps raw eggs in a carton in the work refrigerator that she cooks in the office if she gets hungry. And somebody recently stole her carton, so the next day she brought in a note that read, Attention! To whom it may concern, I had a carton of eggs in the fridge and it's gone. So whoever took the eggs, please know that these are not eggs for chickens, but they're not even meant for human consumption. If you have not cons- if you have not consumed them, then please discard. But if you have, please see me for the antidote. They are eggs from a rare bird in Africa. Thank you. Then they added later some dude came to her stressed as hell for the antidote, thinking he was going to die. 
What an the idiot. Post was shared thousands of times, got over 190,000 likes on Twitter as well. But there's a lot of things wrong with that. Number one, the fact that somebody, I, like, I mean, have you ever taken anybody's food out of the community fridge? Um, no. Okay. No. Good. Have you ever had your food taken out of there? No. Like somebody I don't think took so. it? Okay, that's good. We do remember there was the incident that happened where somebody was taking somebody's yogurt around here. Yeah. And it got ugly for a while. And I know there's always a big fight uh, about creamer. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but uh, that's also not okay. Number two, then lying about it. But three, what kind of place would want, I mean, like, cooking raw eggs while you're working? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, how are you cooking them? Is there, a cook- there must be a well, kitchen I mean, there. example, downstairs, you know, but I don't know if it's available to us or what are they, but they got a pretty nice setup downstairs in their lunch break room. I've never seen they, it. They might have, we're, we're afraid to go into those places. Well, I've seen, it's but I mean, like I, I, a tour of, <laughs> I mean, there's a damn gym down there. That's true. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some workplaces have uh, a little more um, but know, amenities. Still, I mean, like, are you going to cook at work? You going to cook yourself an sure, egg? It only takes a few minutes to cook an egg. I understand. But there, there still is, A, the smell, <laughs> B, the trouble that goes into it, C, the cooking and cleanup that has to be done. And I wonder if it's all worth it to cook your eggs while you're supposed to be working. Apparently, it uh, is. I guess well, for that Everybody gets a lunch person, break, bro. Not going to work or good work if you can find it. Not going to work. Uh, some excuses are better than others. The Indian River County Sheriff's Office in Florida says a 21-year-old man was arrested back in February when he was caught driving 127 miles per hour on Interstate 95. When he was asked when he was driving so fast, he told police, I was listening to a song named Ciento Vente, which means 120 in Spanish. So I was driving 120. Sure hope people don't listen to the new uh, A Day to Remember song and go buck 20 on the freeway. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, no. The driver was quoted as saying, I'm sorry, I didn't know driving reckless was illegal, and I'm not sure if I buy that excuse either. Uh, certainly, the I was listening to a song and listened and did what it told me to do is a terrible defense for anything. Uh, that ain't going to work, and so he's facing several charges, including reckless driving and felony fleeing as yeah, well. Bad idea, dude. Wrap it up with good work if you can find it. Uh, you can chalk this up to video games I don't understand. We've talked before about how I don't get Animal Crossing. I don't know what the point of it is. I, I also don't understand Minecraft. I, I think they're kind of all in the same vein of like Farmville, right? Where you have to do a bunch of uh, mining and gardening and cleaning up and building and growing of things. Does yeah, that sound right? I guess. I don't and know either. A website <laughs> is offering people a Minecraft gardening consultant job. Uh, apparently, the right candidate will lead their video gaming and garden design skills to Minecraft players seeking a little help landscaping in the game. The company says that consultants will be able to lend their expertise for achieving gardening excellence while sticking to a player's Minecoin budget, which is their in-game currency. While not essential, previous experience in gardening is beneficial. A passion for gardening the outdoors apparently must also be demonstrated. The gig, by the way, pays pretty well. Uh, $70 an hour to be a Minecraft landscape gardener. How many hours do you get to work a day? Uh, I guess it depends on how many people hire you. It sounds like it's kind of like freelance. People will be able to work remotely as well. Either way, uh, you can get your uh, application in at whatshed.co.uk. That is where they're hiring people. You can do it in any part of the world. It is a British company that's doing it, but... You can do it if you happen to be good at Minecraft. Apparently, it'll pay you 70 bucks an hour for other people will pay you to do their Minecrafting for them.
Bring me the horizon teardrops here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it sounds like science needs our help, Big J. Yeah, uh, scientists down here on Earth are putting together a giant collection of reproductive cells, Nick. They need your swimmers. A collection of them? Yeah, uh, imagine this. Imagine that the worst happens here on Earth and uh, all life is destroyed. Way ahead of you. Uh, Well, they would hope that uh, uh, the moon would be safe, and therefore they want to put on the moon and bury on the moon, um, you know, uh, all of us, if you will. Bury it on the moon? A modern global insurance policy, Nick. If we get wiped out, we can get to the bank and kickstart the repopulation. Okay. And you said NASA wants this? Yeah. NASA wants to bury sperm yeah. on the moon. Yeah, and uh, from all species and, and, and animal and plant life, storing them underneath the surface of the moon. Like a gooey Noah's Ark. Yeah, exactly. Really? This yeah. is what NASA wants to do? Well, I'm sure it's among many things. Of the, like, this might be on the, the NASA side of the, of the wing where they're a little, uh, you know, kooky, you know? All right, you're right. They're not bad. They, they gotta have not the, everything's perfect. They gotta have some ideas that are out there. And so, how do we how do we contribute to the the moon burial? I guess uh, we gotta contact NASA and go. Hey, you know what? I'm perfect opportunity. <laughs> Just call their switchboard and go. Hey, NASA. Yeah. Where, again, where do I, I didn't, go with I this? didn't really get that deep into the story, Nick, of where we should. Well, I mean, if you're bringing it up, I imagine you want people to be a part of it, right? If some no, weirdo wants I, to be I, part I, of it. Most of the people I know, I don't want them <laughs> a part of this new life. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We all had our shot. Maybe there's a, maybe yeah. there's, a, there's an idea behind not burying Just it. take the best of us, the best of our sperm. Well, that would be you. How do you reach no, out? No, I don't believe that's true at all. <laughs> I'm one of the people. This seems like a terrible idea. Like, I mean, not only that, but then we have to access it once things go awry. And so, I mean... Well, that means that then I think that you're going to have to you know, then continue to. I think the idea is they really want to start using the moon for stuff. <laughs> and you're going to have to keep just like Antarctica. You're going to have to keep some poor people stuck on the moon uh, to, to monitor, make sure that and then they got to be qualified scientific types who can then go, oh, because oh, most of us would be like, what do we do with all this sperm? Yeah, the idea is to test two babies, I imagine, with this stuff. Right? Yeah. Okay. So it's it's that kind of thing as opposed to having a bunch of uh, people there that are ready to repopulate the world. I mean, it's somewhat similar to the uh, Bard Global Seed Vault. I'm mispronouncing that, of course, but it's a doomsday vault, Nick, that's got uh, it's it's centered there in the Arctic Circle. And it currently houses 992,000 unique seed samples to protect against uh, biodiversity loss. So it's kind of like that, but different. Which grosses you out more, a seed <laughs> vault or a gooey Noah's Ark? A gooey's Noah's Ark. They they went with the better type. I mean, that's what we want to do. Leave our DNA up there for aliens to capture. I'm going to say, this is how the thing started, right? I mean, like, uh, just a weird outpost in Antarctica. Right. right. And now we're putting outposts on the moon? An outpost on the moon? Jesus, man. Forget about it, man. Game over. Morning after. Game over, man. With Nick and Big J. Uh, Bad Impressions is a game we're playing next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. Big J on 100.3, The X. Yeah, we'll hook you up here with a new album from the band Chevelle. Uh, it is called Neurotis. It's very good. Uh, we'll do that for you if you can figure out bad impressions this morning. Digital download is yours. All you have to do is play 208-287-1003. 
That is our phone number. Email will be sent directly to you from Big J. And of course, uh, how Bad Impressions works is this way. Big J has prepared three clues. Each one of those clues individually and collectively points to somebody that is, we hope, pretty famous. Somebody that you recognize, who they are from the work that they do. And if you get it right, then boom, congratulations. This prize becomes your prize. And hopefully you kind of kick off your weekend in a good way. Would you say today's is easy or difficult, Big J? I, I think it should be easy. Okay, let's go to the phone. Hello, the X. Hey, what's going on? How you doing, man? What's your name? Josh. All right, Josh, you're up. Good luck. Before you say my name, make sure you have a sir in front of it because I've been knighted. Next. My friends John, George, and Ringo and I started a little band back in 1960. <laughs> uh, Paul McCartney. There you go. Bam. Paul McCartney. Good job, sir. Josh. Paul McCartney. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get you that Chevelle album. What was Clue 3 for fun? I had another band after that called Wings. It's true. And then the solo career. Why is Paul McCartney yeah. in the news? Uh, he is doing another uh, album, and he is collaborating, Nick, with some artists. And uh, it's a pretty diverse group. Of course, he's done some stuff with uh, Dave Grohl and a few others. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called uh, Three Imagined. And uh, you've got Beck on here, Nick. You've got uh, our friend Josh Hame uh, from Queens of the Stone Age, which I was like, well, that's different. Uh, he's going to be uh, collaborating with him. And... Idris Elba. Yeah, it's who's it, a DJ. Guy. It's a bunch of remix stuff, yeah, is what remixed. they've done. It's it's a whole bunch of remix, and then he's recorded a couple other versions of songs that he's done in the past with some people that you may recognize from both the pop world, the rock world, and yeah, as you pointed out, everything in between. And I'm sure there's some people on there you probably haven't heard of, right? Oh, absolutely. Exactly. So he's running the gamut, putting out a new CD, and it might be uh, actually pretty cool. Uh, who knows? It depends on how you're you're into it. I know you don't like the Beatles. I can't imagine you'd like Wings or his solo stuff, right? Uh, Maybe Live and Let I, Die because of the James Bond connection? Yeah, there's a couple songs that I don't have a problem with. Oh, for name sure. them. Let's go. No, I, I, if I heard them. Oh, you don't have them I, off the top of your head? I, it's not like I sat down. I'm going to go listen to this Wings album. Well, I mean, Wings had their moment, but they didn't have... like. Do you like Band on the Run? Do you like that song? Band on the Run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and you like Live and Let Die, right? Yeah. Do you like Maybe I'm Amazed? That's a Wings song. Probably if I heard it. I'm not going to sing it. Nope. Uh, I've already lost interest in my own question. That means we're going to wrap up Bad Impressions. Perfect. And the I've show. Won. That is next of the X-Rock. <laughs> Papa Roach, the ending is how we're going to end the morning after with Nicky Big J for this Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us on this 12th day of March. It is always appreciated. We got a life lesson from Big J that said dreams still can't come true. As long as you have the wherewithal and the knowledge in order to build it and understand it and develop it. Uh, and so that's an issue sometimes with uh, things Big J would like to put together. But uh, he was able to live vicariously through somebody else's dream, I suppose, which was a good thing. We also had a chance to uh, highlight some issues with the social, <laughs> with the uh, fun that is the, the justice system in our country because uh, it's an issue that somebody had trying to find a receipt from a rental car place. That said, they didn't have it. Turned out he got convicted for murder because of it, and then they found it four years later, and it only took six years to get him out, Big J, for a crime that he didn't Damn. commit. So, uh, well done, everybody. And, of course, we also got to talk about uh, some sort of weird sperm bank on the moon. 
So it was a full circle Friday Bank show. On the moon. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, I got another thing here you can tell your kids to uh, enjoy while they're kids. Uh, and according to a new survey, Nick, uh, 67% of adults say they haven't had a night of uninterrupted sleep since they were teenagers. Oh, my God. Really? Uninterrupted yeah. sleep? Uh, yeah. I'm like you fall think. asleep, and then the next thing you know, it's morning. And when's the last time that happened for you? No, it's that's not. I can't. I mean, I cannot. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I guess to me, when you say uninterrupted, that means like something has woken you up. Like I, I get it if like your body wakes you up. I still get that that's interrupted, but I feel like that would be like some sort of like kid doing something or a noise or something. Yeah, it like, all yeah. counts, I suppose. But yes, no, I don't know what an uninterrupted sleep is. So you know what, you teenagers, enjoy that. Well, yeah, I try to talk. I try to tell that to my oldest too. I'm like, man, you're, you know what you you do now that you don't do enough of that you should. Then sleep, enjoy it now. Like he he's very like he doesn't understand naps, and I'm like, God, naps are the best. They're just the best. I've uh, recently uh, on the weekend, like Saturday, man, I like taking a Saturday nap. Now. Yeah, a little siesta. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, enjoy it while you can, because yes, it does not. It is fleeting. That sleep that you get when you're young, for sure. Sleep. Next set of X-Rock is brought to you by our friends at T-Mobile. A reminder, you can jump on xrock.com right now and grab yourself a chance at $500 courtesy of T-Mobile. It's like a bonus refund on top of already, well, you hope you're getting a tax refund. Just go to xrock.com, click the T-Mobile link, and you can celebrate your independence with some no taxation without T-Mobilization. It's a chance for three different winners to grab $500 at the end of the month. It's just a click away from you. Just check out X-Rock rock.com to get in on that jason drew is up next you guys have a good weekend we'll see you monday it's the x rock